Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Maseches Shabbos, Perak Chaf Mishnah Hey, and Perak Chaf Aleph Mishnah Aleph. And today's Mishnahs are being learned with Chosrub Shleim Zalman of Zugas or Marsiyat Vachaz Chalotayim. They should be given with a Sachat Slacha and Siat Nishmahel, good health, Parnasa B'Shafa, and Kalt of Zela. And with Chos Esbas Rachel, she should be Zechir to find Rizivik Hagon Bikar of Mamish. The Mishnah tells us Hakash Straw. Now Straw is usually Mukta because it's meant to fuel a fire, so Straw is now allowed to be moved. Now, where's this straw? Shalgabi Amita. It's on someone's bed. He's not to move it with his hands. He wants to fluff it up so it's more comfortable to lay on top of. No moving it with his hands because it's mukta. El Menanoi He is allowed to move it with his body. If he lays down on it and he shifts it around with his shoulder, with his back, that's okay because that's a shinoi. Now, if this straw was intended to be used as animal food, or there was a pillow or blanket on top of it, so clearly it's being used for his mattress, so therefore it's not mukta. He's allowed to fluff it up even with his hands. Now we're going to move on to talk about a clothing press. Now back in the day, they wanted to press their clothing. So what do they have? It was basically two boards. The clothing was placed in between these two boards. And then the upper board was pressed on top of the lower one, clamped down with either screws or nuts or bolts or something like that. And that way the clothing would get pressed and it would be nice and fresh. So the Mishnah tells us, A clothing press that's owned by a regular homeowner. This is the home version of the clothing press. Matirin, one's allowed to undo it, meaning they're allowed to undo the screws or whatever clamps are holding these boards together. But one's not allowed to actually press clothing with it on Shabbos. That's because it's a chana for the weekday. Vishal Kaifsin, if we're dealing with a professional clothing press, like the one that the dry cleaners uses, La Yigabai, one's not even touch it, because undoing this clothing press is like stira, it's like dismantling. If it was already partially undone Erev Shabbos, again, this is talking about the professional one, he could continue undoing the entire thing, and then he could take his clothing out. Since it was already partially undone before Shabbos, finishing the job is not considered sira, and therefore he's allowed to finish it on Shabbos. Moving on to Perek Chafal, we're going to talk about carrying Muktzah. The Mishnah tells us, A person's allowed to carry his son, even though his son is holding a stone. Now the stone, is mukta. But we're talking about a situation over here where his son is crying, Abba, hold me, hold me, and the son is not willing to let go of the stone. So he's allowed to carry his child. Furthermore, he's allowed to carry a basket even though there's a stone in the basket. Now, technically, the basket is a basis ledover ha'asur, so he shouldn't be allowed to carry the basket. Here we're referring to where there's fruit inside the basket. He can't dump the fruit out of the basket because it's going to get ruined. So the basket is now a basis ledover ha'asur, vidover ha'mutter, and so therefore he's allowed to carry the basket even even though it has the stone in it. Something similar, the Mishnah tells us, a person is allowed to carry Tame Truma with Tahar Truma, or if it's with Chulin. That's because even though Tame Truma has no use on Shabbos, a Kayin can't eat it on Shabbos, so it's Mukta, since it's being carried with Tahar Truma or with Chulin, so he's allowed to carry it. Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Huda tells us something else in regards to Truma. We can even remove a saw of Truma from a Medoma mixture when there's one in a hundred. Now, what's this referring to? So we know that if we have 99 saw of chulin and one saw of truma falls inside, the entire mixture is considered a medoma. It's one big usher mixture. Everything here is considered truma. However, if a saw of truma falls into a hundred saw of chulin, so now we say that there's bitl, the saw of truma is completely bottle and mavotl, it's nullified, it's totally mixed into this chulin, and nothing here is usher. However, we do have to take out a saw, and we have to treat it like truma and give it to the kayin. Now, what Rehuda just told us is that on Shabbos, a person is allowed to remove that saw, and it's not considered like take on Michael, and it's not Osser. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Bays and Gimel. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.